wants us to follow him. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to grow stronger in him. But God isn't going to make us do anything. He gives us the opportunity to choose between following a God who is an eternal God, a personal God, a holy God, and a dependable God, or following our enemy who is rebellious, selfish, and a destroyer of anything that is good. You decide. Well, bless the Lord. I am Carol Dixon, and I'm here on Dash. You know, that dash between the time you were born and the time that you leave here is to be impactful, is to be purposeful, is to be filled with life. L-I-F-E. And that life should be based upon the principles in the Bible. That's my stance. That's why I'm here. Because I truly believe that everything we need is in the Word of God. You know, today is a day that many people are making decisions about what they want to do and how they want to do it. And sometimes, you know, there are many people that wait on someone else to make that decision for them. But I want to say to you today, it is your decision. Mark five twenty two through 24 says, And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him. I wonder... When is God going to do something about this problem? You ever said something like that? Have you ever asked that question? If so, you may be surprised to find out that the answer depends 100% on you. There's an incident here in Mark 5 that will show you what I mean. Jesus had just gotten out of a boat and people were pressing all around him thronging him it says they had him shoved up against the shoreline when suddenly there came a man moving through that crowd to get to Jesus throwing himself at Jesus's feet Mark records he prays and beseeches him greatly saying my little daughter lieth at the point of death I pray thee come and lay your hands on her she shall live if you will Think about this situation for a moment. Here's a man who's politically on the level of the mayor of the city. But he's so doggedly determined to get to Jesus that he fights his way through the crowd and clears out enough room to fall at Jesus's feet. He's made a decision. And when he gets to Jesus, he says exactly what it is. Lay your hands on her and she shall live. Let me ask you something. Who do you think is directing the ministry of Jesus here? This one man, a man who's made a decision, a man who has settled it on the inside of him, a man who is determined, a man filled with purpose and value. When he speaks that decision out, Jesus doesn't say anything. He just stops. What he's doing turns around and follows him in a crowd of literally thousands. The faith decision of one man is directing the actions of Jesus. 
think about that. What does that mean to you? It means that if you're sitting around waiting for Jesus to decide to heal you, for Jesus to decide to help you, for Jesus to decide to prosper you and give you victory, you're in for a long wait because that's not Jesus's decision. It is yours. You need to read Mark 5 uh, verses 21 through 24 and then drop down to um, Mark 5 verse. I guess you could start around verse 35. I'm challenging you today to move into this and read it. You'll be surprised how it will bless you. It will add life to your living. <laughs> when Jesus went back across to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. A leader of the local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, came and fell down before him, pleading with him to heal his little daughter. She is about to die, he said in desperation. She is about to die. Huh, please come and place your hands on her. Heal her so that she can live. I am reading from the New Living Translation. Jesus went with him and the crowd thronged behind. See, let me tell you, your decision will get the attention of Jesus today. Oh, yes. I, I've got some dancers at my church and they, they, they the kingdom dancers. They say, if you want it, you can have it. If you need it, you can have it. It's yours. It's yours. Oh, I tell you, they dance so it just sets my soul on fire. Drop down to verse 35. Let's see what happened here. While he was still speaking to her, messengers arrived from Jairus' house with the message. Now, this is talking about how the woman with the issue of blood came and Jesus was on his way behind Jairus. But here comes another person filled with faith, made a decision. Today is my day. I'm getting my healing today. <laughs> and I know, I know he, it seems like he's busy going in another direction, but hey, I'm going to just touch the hem of his garment. And the Bible says that on his way to Jairus's house, uh huh, the messengers came and said, your daughter is dead. There's no need in troubling the master anymore now. And it was because Jesus had taken care of some other matters, but he kept moving. He kept moving toward Jairus. He had not forgotten him. I want to say to someone today, God has not forgotten you. It may seem like others have gotten the, the answer to their promise and you are still waiting. God has not forgotten you. I want to just say three words. It is time. It is time for your blessing. It is time for your miracle. It's time for you to receive that that you've been waiting on and believing for. Oh, yes, it is. It says in verse 36, but Jesus ignored their comments and said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just trust me. Then Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter and James and John. Oh, and when they entered into Jairus' house, into the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw the commotion and the weeping and wailing. And he went inside and spoke to the people. Why all this weeping and commotion? He asked, the child isn't dead. She is only asleep. The crowd laughed at him. But he told them all to go outside. Then he took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. Holding her hand, he said to her, get up, little girl. And the girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. Her parents were absolutely overwhelmed. 
Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone what had happened. And he told them to give her something to eat. Oh, that is so good. The decision is yours. It's your decision today. If you decide I'm going to get just what I want from the Lord, don't be afraid. Don't fear. I don't care how it seems like yours isn't coming. It is time. It is time. It's your season. It's your time. You're you're not next in line. You're, you're, hey, your miracle is here right now because you're deciding and you're not going to be afraid and you're not going to fear. The decision today is yours. Well, my prayer for you is that you live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to Dash Podcast. If you would like to know more about Dr. Carol Dixon and Dash, go to caroldixon.net. Thank you.